from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. Our goes the Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report, coming to you from our New Orleans Arena studios here today. Sean Kelly back with you after a quick trip to San Antonio. It wasn't much fun, weather uh, stunk, and uh, so did the game last night. So uh, good to be home and good to get back at it today. Later on, the Pelicans have the Golden State Warriors, but we hope this finds you well. And based on my drive in this morning, looks like a lot of folks are already in the holiday mood. There was very little traffic. Kids are off school, and uh, the weather outside makes me want to stay in and uh, light a fire in the fireplace and get ready for the holiday spirit. We are ready to go today. We're Pelicans heavy today. Uh, Saints fans will be back with you guys uh, shortly to talk Saints football, but really it is dead over there on Airline Drive. Uh, they had the break after the Thursday night game, and uh, we'll really start to ramp up probably in the next 48 hours. We'll begin in earnest uh, with regard to preparations for the Seattle Seahawks. That game on Monday night is going to be a dandy, and we're going to have a lot of great guests uh, coming your way for that. And then next week's shows are going to be fantastic as we wrap Seattle and then head for the uh, Sunday night game against the Carolina Panthers. So Pelicans heavy today, and why not? A uh, game last night and a game tonight. We got to get those Pelicans back to 500 tonight when they welcome in the Golden State Warriors. That's a seven o'clock tip-off. There's a giveaway tonight. I know that, and uh, tickets are going fast. Uh, boy, the box office has been busy. So if you want to come on out tonight, and why not here during this holiday week, uh, give us a call at 504-525-HOOP or go on to pelicans.com, and I'll see you at the uh, at the old ballpark tonight. Uh, that'll be a good time. We'll have the broadcast again starting at seven, and John DeShazer will be back with me for that uh, broadcast. Today on the Black and Blue Report, we're going to preview the uh, game tonight with the voice of the Golden State Warriors, Tim Roy. He's going to stop by. We're going to check in with Pelicans general manager Del Demps today. Visited with him last night in San Antonio and uh, talked about his time there in San Antonio and what he sees right now is the current state of things with regard to the Pelicans that was recorded a pregame last night. And then uh, coming up in our next segment, we'll put a wrap on last night's loss to the Spurs. San Antonio looking as good as I've seen them in a long time. We'll uh, give you a couple of highlights or lowlights as they may be and then uh, share with you Coach Monty Williams' thoughts post-game last night as the Pelicans lost 112-93 and dropped the 6-7. and seven. The Spurs 13-1 and one now. They've won 10 straight. Uh, it was interesting. I was listening to the radio on the way home last night, and they said, Oh, the best team in the NBA, and they went through the Indiana Pacers highlights because Indiana improved to 13-1 last night too, but no mention of the Spurs. Um, interesting because right now if you're the best team in the West and your record is as good as Indiana, I'm going with the West. Three teams in the East are over 500. That's it, three. As Daniel Salerson pointed out during halftime of last night's game, going into last night, the uh, Southwest Division was the only one in the NBA that featured all teams at 500 or better. So the legend of the Southwest Division continues here uh, all the way in 2013. So amazing stuff. Now the Pelicans obviously dipped a game below, but I'm sure they'll be back here soon enough 
Um, I got a good feeling about tonight's game, and then I got a good feeling about the road trip coming up this weekend, which features Philadelphia, New York, and then Chicago, who's really wounded right now. Kind of feel for those guys, or not. Maybe I don't. Um, but here on this Tuesday, good show. Pelicans heavy, of course, and I have visions of Thanksgiving in my head. I'm I'm ready for the holiday. I've got turkey on my mind and oyster dressing and sweet potatoes and everything else. Good family time before we leave on that road trip. Speaking of Thanksgiving, football is going to have, what, three games, Producer Dan, this year? The two traditional Turkey Day games at Dallas, at Detroit, and then a, then an, uh, a game on Thursday night. I think NBC's carrying that on Thursday night. Uh, AFC somebody, Ravens and Steelers, I think, yeah. Uh, so we get a triple header this year on Thanksgiving. The NBA is actually going to take it off uh, on Thursday, which I think is smart because the NBA wants Christmas to be their day, and and uh, that's the way it's all worked out. So NFL on Thanksgiving, NBA on Christmas. Uh, Producer Dan did point out to me earlier today that uh, today is the anniversary of the Jerome Bettis coin flip disaster. You know, there have been over the years a lot of great Thanksgiving uh, Day memories in the NFL. Of course, everybody remembers Leon Lett and the disaster that happened for the Cowboys that year in the snow and everything else. But uh, uh, back in 1998, going into overtime, Jerome Bettis, who was with the Steelers at that time, they were at Detroit on Thanksgiving, had the pregame coin toss, or not, excuse me, pre-overtime coin toss, and it sounded like this. Well, now it comes down to the old toss of the coin as we start this overtime. Who will call it from Pittsburgh? Number 36. Well, you're tough on it, Mark. Heads, tails, tails, call it plays in the air. Tails. Heads is the call. He said heads, it is a tails. Oh, he said tails. He said tails. You you want to take the ball? He even blew the call. He said tails. And Bettis is out there yelling at him. He said, I called tails. Oh, he did call tails. Oh, that's exactly what Bettis is telling him now. Didn't I tell you? He can't get away. won the toss. Oh my gosh! That's unbelievable. I, I'm telling you, that, that is—I mean, this, that is unbelievable. Th- this is uh, this is an embarrassment for the National well, Football League. So clearly, Bettis calls the right or what he wanted, and then the the referee changes it, uh, and and then the rest is Thanksgiving Day history, of course. So who knows what this Thursday will bring as we get three games as opposed to the usual two. All right, Pelicans lost last night to the. Uh, San Antonio Spurs. We'll take a look at that game here in a moment. Coming up uh, next, as a matter of fact, and then after that, we'll visit with Pelicans general manager, Del Demps. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Being the official chicken of the New Orleans Saints, we're more than just fans of the Saints. We're fans of Saints fans. So on game day, we make sure they're reloaded with tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. The best chicken fingers around, we got this. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, the official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Follow us on Twitter at BlackBlueReport. I'll invite you to follow on Twitter at Sean Kelly Live. That's S E A N K E L L E Y Live. 
I'll get you all the updates on Black and Blue Report and, of course, uh, ramblings or good stuff from Pelicans and Saints games, too. I'm uh, really enjoying my time on Twitter this fall, and uh, I hope that you'll give me a follow. I think that you'll, think that you'll like the information that you get. Okay, back at it tonight, Pelicans and Warriors. I think that's a good thing after what happened last night in San Antonio where the Spurs beat the Pelicans 112-93. It was 27-24 at the end of one, and then San Antonio hit the gas, outscoring the Pelicans 30-16 in the second, 34-25 in the third, and it was academic from there. Here's a little highlight pack from producer Dan of what we had going on at the AT&T Center last night. And the Pelicans are having trouble scoring since the timeout. Slippery spot here in the first, 4.15 to go. Dial, skip pass to Ginobili, near sideline for three again, and another one. Manu Ginobili has the Spurs on a 9-0 run, eight seconds left. Ginobili gets across half court, far sideline, dump pass inside, tip stolen by Evans, two, one, to the lane, shoots at the foul line, got it, and one. A foul here against Ginobili. And a possible three-point play upcoming for Tyreek Evans with two-tenths of a second left in the quarter. Crossover dribble. Holiday into the paint. Throws wing left for Evans. Spins for the lane. Stripped. Leonard's got it. Jump pass ahead on a bounce to Parker. He'll slow up wing left. He'd block left. Duncan rises. Shoots. Scores and one. Blocking foul on Jason Smith. And the Spurs are making it look as easy as I've seen it in a long time. Patty Mills along the right sideline. Bellinelli open three. Got another one. Marco Bellinelli, four threes in six tries tonight. 14 points. And the Pelicans are getting drummed here in the AT&T Center, 99-67. San Antonio finished the night with four of their bench players in double figures. Ginobili with 16, Bellinelli with 14, 13 for Diaw, and 12 for Patty Mills off the bench. That's in addition to three of their starters going for double figures, including Tim Duncan's 10 Tiago Splitters 11 and Tony Parker's 14 to go along with seven assists in the ballgame. Duncan also added three block shots for the 13-1 San Antonio Spurs. Your leading scorer on the Pelican side, Ryan Anderson, he had 17 points on 6 of 15 shooting, only had one three-pointer. As a matter of fact, the Pelicans only had two all night. They were 2 of 15 over uh, from three, and then overall shot 38% at 37 of 97. But a bit of a struggle all the way around as uh, Smith, Gordon, and Aminu all single digits. Aminu just two points last night. Anthony Davis had 10.6 rebounds, four blocked shots. He's still number two in the NBA in uh, that category. And then two other double-figure scorers off the bench. I thought Evans was pretty good. Tyreek had 12 points, nine rebounds last night. Also had three assists. And then Austin Rivers had one of his better efforts, this one, though, in a losing cause as he was 3 of 5 shooting, ended up with 10 points. Here was Pelicans head coach Monty Williams uh, with us post-game last night. 27-24 at the end of one. Yeah. He a little push there, and then, then what happened? We just fell apart. Um, you know, we've been talking about guarding the ball and sharing the ball. We really didn't do a good job of, of uh, either one tonight. I thought that their offense was about as crisp as any offense you've ever seen. And there were times where we were a bit discombobulated on the offensive end and then defensively, you know, they ran their sets really hard and we didn't give them much resistance and we still had a chance in the first half. And, you know, with a young team, 
you're going to have moments like that. But I, I thought we were ready to play against that. We just didn't show the resiliency that we had in the Cleveland game. But the Spurs are a better team than Cleveland. I almost thought that it would get their attention going into the halftime locker yeah. room and you'd get a better second half. That, that, that kind of never came to fruition. Typically, we, we usually do. But, you know, once they got you down, they, they came out in the second half and ran their stuff even harder. And, and we didn't raise our level. Um, you have games like that. And our guys um, you usually finish games like that with a high level of remorse. So we'll see how we bounce back and play tomorrow's game. Did you just not hit shots, or did they defend it very well? A number, both. You know, there were a number of opportunities at the basket where we just flipped the shot up there and didn't really shoot it with a lot of purpose. But their defense was sound. They contested a lot of shots. But I thought at the basket tonight we were not as strong going to the rim. I thought we were flipping shots at the rim as opposed to going to the rim strong. All right, enough of that game. I don't want to talk about it anymore, even though I'll have to talk about it a little bit tonight. But... I'll be more focused on uh, getting started again and improving on a nice home record for the Pelicans as they welcome in the Golden State Warriors, who will be without Iguodala tonight, and Andrew Bogut. Bogut has been suspended for his uh, altercation over the weekend, so we'll see how that goes. It'll be fun to watch one of the best-scoring backcourts in some time with the Golden State Warriors. Tip-off at 7. We'll, of course, cover it for you on the Pelicans Radio Network. Up next, Pelicans General Manager Del Demps, right here on the Black and Blue Report. Make the holiday season extra special for your favorite sports fan by giving the gift of Pelicans basketball. The Pelicans holiday plan presented by Austin Steakhouse is the perfect stocking stuffer. With packages starting as low as $45, you can choose any five games, including the Heat, Thunder, and Clippers. Plus, with every holiday plan purchase, you'll receive a free $25 Austin Steakhouse gift card. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your holiday plan today. Are you ready for health care reform? At Blue Cross, we're ready to help. Learn all you can about health care reform at bcbsla.com slash reform. Here you'll find information on tax credits, health insurance options, answers to frequently asked questions, and a handy checklist to help you prepare. Visit us today at bcbsla.com slash reform and get ready. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Louisiana is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association and is incorporated as Louisiana Health Service and Indemnity Company. Well, from time to time, we get to have Del Demps, the general manager of the New Orleans Pelicans, on the Black and Blue Report. We catch up with him in San Antonio, where you spent a lot of time over the years. So, you know, when you when you think about your time here, what have you, what as you reflect on it, what have you taken away from here that you still apply every day? You know, a lot of friends, a lot of great memories. Uh, you know, this is really the beginning for me in the NBA, and uh, it, it's great to come back here and. You know, and then when you play against these guys, it's going to be a great test for us tonight because we're going to get to play against the best. You know, they have the best pre- uh, record in the West. And so we'll, we'll get a really good understanding of where we are at this time of the year tonight. Do you, when, when teams play San Antonio or you're in the San Antonio system looking out, is it about players? Is it about a system? Is it the marriage between the two? What is it? I think it's a combination. You know, the one thing is they have, they, we like to call it corporate knowledge. Like, you know, these guys, they, they play together for so long. They know each other. We're on a typical team. You know, you're going into training camp and you got to do a lot of teaching. You know, a lot of times in San Antonio, they're doing refreshing and then they're adding. And, you know, I think the great thing about this franchise is that it's been able to change over the years. You know, when Pop first came in, they were a grinded out team that threw it inside and played slow. 
And now they're just an up-tempo team that runs up and down the court and shoots a lot of threes. The Pelicans had a great homestand last week. With the three-game win streak and the way they played and the variety of ways they won, what did it tell you about where the team is right now? I, I still think we're a work in progress. Um, you know, there's been a lot of good, you know, the, the competitive spirit has been the, 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 probably the best thing, you know, watching the, the guys not give up in the Cleveland game. And that was Matt Bonner just walked by and said hi. That's to tell all the fans that Matt Bonner and I used to play ping pong all the time. And uh, we have a, a love-hate relationship on a ping pong table. Does he play ping pong as well as he shoots the three ball? Yeah, and he has a paddle that he's named. I beat him the first time when he first came here. When we first signed him, I beat him. And so right after I beat him, he got on the phone and he called his dad up and said, send Lucille. And I'm like, who's Lucille? And Lucille's the name of his paddle. <laughs> wow. All right, you were saying about the team, work in progress. And, and, but there are some, I think there are some things that we're starting to see emerge now. Is that fair? You know, we're healthy on the most part. You know, you hate having Steve out and um, Darius. But on the most part, you know, some of the core guys are helping. Getting Ryan back with big, you know, and you know he's played three games, and you know he makes a big difference. You know he's a big part of what we do. Um, I think the guys are still learning each other. You know, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's new for Drew. It's new for Tyreek. It's a new system, and you know sometimes the rotations are, you know, that that takes time, and you know you can practice it all you want, but a lot of times you got to get in the game. And you got to, you know, you got to have it on the on the on the big stage. Is the start as we sit here? The team is at 500. We'll see how things go this week. But has the start been okay for you as far as did you have higher expectations? Have they exceeded expectations? Where would you say the gauge is at the moment? You know, coming into the year, I thought I was going to look at game 20 as uh, the time when, you know, everything was going to be new. I thought by game 20 we'll get an idea of, uh, you know, getting out a lot of the kinks and, the learning curve and guys meshing and learning each other because that takes time. You know, it, it was great that guys all came in for the off-season workouts, um, but then we had all the, the the minor injuries, like you know, and it's you know we're kind of learning on the fly a little bit because even in the preseason, you know, Eric didn't play the first few games and then Tyreek went out and then you know the season starts we we lose Ryan and we lose Steven. so like we haven't really had that chance to to just gel and so. That's why coming in, I thought game 20 would probably give us, a, give us a better indicator. Look around the league for me. What's what's jumped out at you about the first couple of weeks here in the league? And if you want to just stay on the west side, I understand that too. But is there anything that's surprised you or that, I you know, I called that or something along the lines of what the first how the first couple of weeks have played out? Well, when you look at the west, we, we, we knew it was going to be parity. And it's just, you know, and it's even deeper than we anticipated. Like, you know, I, I – you know, it's really about, you know, 15 teams in the West, all of them are good. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, every game in the West is, 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 is a battle, and that's nothing against the East right now. But you look at the records, and it's, 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 it's tough every night. When teams are, are that evenly matched, and it seems like anybody in the West right now can beat anybody in the West, does that make teams, you think, want to stand pat and go with it? Or do they get a little antsy because maybe it's, even more unsettled than they thought. What do you think the, the general feeling is? I think it's a combination. Yeah. You know, I think you know there's some teams that are young that are up and coming that are going to be good for a long time. And I think there's some teams that are a little more experienced, and you know they might try to add a piece to their, to their experience. I think I think it's a combination. I think and, and really there's a lot of teams in a lot of different situations where they are, and so 
you know, it, it's going to be fun. You know, it's going to go down to the wire. You know, I think injuries are going to play a big part of it. You know, can you play with injury? You know, that's going to be a big part of it because everyone has it. And, you know, we're hoping that, you know, we can stay healthy. Del Demps, general manager of the Pelicans, with us here on Black and Blue Report. Real quick before I let you go, holidays for those of us in the basketball world are kind of tough sometimes. Is there any way you are going to be able to squeeze in a, even a little bit of Thanksgiving this week with your family? Well, what I'm doing is uh, on Thursday I have a son that played at Northwestern, and they play against Missouri in Vegas. So our family's all going to Vegas to watch uh, him play on Thanksgiving, and then I'm going to meet the team in Philly on Friday. Uh, and so I will get a, a Thanksgiving casino-style <laughs> dinner, but I'll also be able to watch my son play basketball, so that'll be fun. Sounds like a typical basketball family Thanksgiving to me, Dell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> typical. <laughs> Dell Dems with us on the Black and Blue Report. We'll have more for you on this Tuesday in just a moment. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue, congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We're getting set for Pelicans and Warriors tonight. As promised, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, Tim Roy, is our guest. Here in New Orleans, we haven't given him uh, very good weather to welcome him in, but um, the Warriors are here for the first time this year and come in with a record of 8-6. and six. Tim, uh, did you at least get out and uh, get something good to eat in New Orleans while you were here? I, I did. I did get a good meal last night and, and actually uh... – uh, stumbled by a little music, and, and uh, that was fun, and, and now we're ready to go to work. Not a bad stop, not a bad stop. When you when you take the tour around the NBA, do you have your favorites? What's 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 top three for you as far as road trips go? Wow. Uh, well, you know, a day off in New York is always cool. Um, you know, I, I just love walking around Manhattan and going through the different neighborhoods and Doing all that, uh, New Orleans has to be right up there. I think it's definitely a top three, top five for me. Miami is always good. Um, let's see, probably Phoenix is in that conversation. San Antonio, you know, the warmer places are usually the ones you, you know you can get out and about and, and do some stuff. Um, I do like Chicago, but it seems every time we're there, it is so cold. It's just like miserable to walk outside. We're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, all. It, 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 it's kind of suffered in recent years. Yeah, no doubt. We're always in Chicago on a back-to-back. I never really actually get to enjoy Chicago. Not that, like you said, you want to when it's four degrees outside. But, um, yeah, no, I wish we, I wish we had more time there. Uh, and, and to reciprocate, uh, San Francisco, Oakland, the Bay Area there is, is definitely in my top five. So we love coming out to see you, too. Although 
the Pelicans, uh, formerly the Hornets, haven't had a real good go of it out there these days. But that you know, th- let's not that ru- let's not let that ruin our good road trip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You- they, they, what happens is what happens. What people don't understand when you travel is you try you find ways to survive the travel. And if it's a good city, you know, San Francisco, New York, uh, you know, walking around the French Quarter, you know, if you've, had, if you've got something really interesting to do that's going to take your mind off the job for an hour and a half then it's, it's really important, and, and it really helps you, I think, you know, survive the job, and, and it gives you, uh, it, if you forget for a couple of hours that you're actually away from family and friends, and uh, and I think that's really important on the road is to find something that's going to get you fired up about being there. Yeah, no doubt, and, uh, and our condolences to you because we've been there before. I should let all of our listeners know that you will be spending Thanksgiving on the road this week as the Warriors are on a trip that takes them not only to New Orleans but to Dallas, Oklahoma City, and then uh, lovely Sacramento on your way home. So um, I apologize that you'll have to spend your Thanksgiving away from family and friends this year, but kind of comes with the territory, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, we've had we've we've had a couple of uh, we had Thanksgiving in Cleveland a couple of years ago, and and then this year it's going to be in Oklahoma City. So it's you know it's it's part of the deal. It's uh, personally, if if um, if they name me commissioner, I'd make it a rule that if you're on the road uh, for Thanksgiving, that you're no no farther than an hour and a half, which would give people a chance to get home if they wanted to. That would be my rule. Uh, I'd, I'd have a different strategy around the holidays. I, I wouldn't be playing you know, 10 games on Christmas or something like that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, and unfortunately, I you know, there are several rule changes I'd like to make, too. Um, they're just, they're not taking my phone call these days. Um, I know, you yeah. know, that, that happens, especially especially if you're on the radio side. They don't, they don't <laughs> seem to tend to take those phone calls. I don't know, what, I don't know why that is. All right, one more question, uh, non-basketball. Before because we... they can't see us from the floor, that's why. That's probably why. Oh, a little <laughs> shot right there. I'm sure they're listening in New York to the Black and Blue Report. Probably, probably okay. not. But uh, uh, real, real quick before we get into the basketball, it, even though it's going to be in Oklahoma City, is there one thing that you desire every year other than the usual turkey for your Thanksgiving meal? Uh, I I am a big you know I grew up in New England mm-hmm. and um, in Rhode Island they have these bogs where they grow cranberries and I'm a big cranberry guy. I love my cranberries and so uh, to me that. The, the Friday after Thanksgiving, if I'm at home, I know that for lunch it's going to be a, a turkey and cranberry sandwich. And so that's a, that's, that's a big thing for me. That's, I like, like, like the cranberries. That screams holiday to me, too. You're very good there. Yeah. All right, the Warriors are one of the more intriguing teams in the NBA. I'd put them in the, uh, in the, in the upper echelon of fun teams to watch. But yet I can't seem to figure them out. And maybe uh, as you roll into tonight's game, my question to you is, who is playing, or should I ask you, who's not playing? It's it's hard to figure out. You guys are banged up in the suspension and everything else. Yeah, the other day we had uh, six guys when Andre Godal went out and game at the Lakers. There were six guys who were out, and you know, a total of uh, nine who were available to play. Uh, right now, let's see. First of all, Fesvili he's out until the, after the first year. He had right knee surgery in the off season. And so he's he's not available. Uh, Tony Douglas is not going to play. He's got a stress a reaction in his left leg, so he's out for a while. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal starting to, to do some work. I don't know if he's available yet. That's sort of a, a uh, I believe a game time decision for him. He's got a knee and a, a leg issue. He did the splits one night and it uh, he strained slightly strained his right groin and bruised his right knee. So. 
So he's he's been banged up. Let's see who else. Um, Andrew Bogut's not going to play. Uh, he was suspended for his role in, in a little altercation with the Portland Trailblazers the other night, uh, which was uh, Ian Mo Williams both got suspended, which I thought was a little harsh. But but they, they so they're both missing games, and and uh, so Andrew won't be able to play tonight. So it's pretty much to the you know not the roster you would think of. And then of course Andre Iguodala is out for a while with uh, a strained left hamstring, so he's out. So this is going to be a little bit of a different. Uh, a different Warriors team. You know, they're missing two starters and really two more rotation players, uh, not even factoring in the Zealy into the, the, factor, the equation. So it's going to be a little bit of a different team. And, and for Mark Jackson, he's got some players on the bench who are being forced to grow up a little bit quicker than they wanted, including Lemanya Nedovich, who is the backup point guard right now. So, so it's going to be a tough go for the Warriors. It's going to be a very tough trip. All right, but the thing is this. You still have Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and David Lee, and I'll take those three up against anybody. Yeah, they, you know, we, we, we should be able to score. Now, we struggled to score at times against Portland the other night in the fourth quarter, and I think that's been an issue for them is, is there have been some scoring droughts. And, and if you go back and look at last year's team, they really didn't click on offense until right around Christmas. Their, their offense did struggle literally. It's because Mark Jackson focuses a lot on his defensive end. He's much more concerned about the defensive end. And um, <clears throat> I think right now, though, the Curry and Thompson have gotten off to great starts. And that when they've been when they've been healthy, Curry had uh, an ankle issue, and then he also had a, a mild concussion, so he missed a couple of games. But I mean, the guy that's really stepped forth in Clay Thompson. He is really taking a jump forward and. He's starting to add little things to his game, Sean. Even uh, something simple like when he drives into traffic, he's done it a couple times now, where he'll stop and pump it and just draw contact and get himself to the free throw line. Well, that's something that he didn't do before. He didn't get up to the free throw line a lot. And so the other night he shot eight free throws. If he can do that with his ability to shoot the basketball and find ways of, of scoring, you know, maybe on nights where the shot's not falling and, you know, and 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 make a contribution that way. I think that's when he's really going to take off. And he's he's had some great games so far. His release, catch and shoot release. He leads the NBA in points off of catch and shoot situations. And his release is so quick. That sometimes you know it doesn't even you know it barely you know hits his fingertips and it's gone. And um, yeah, he's he's kind of a little bit in that way. You guys had Pajas Bajakovic, certainly not in his prime. You guys had him a few years ago. He has that kind of you know range and confidence and, and belief. Tim Roy, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. Tim, let's get specific about uh, the Warriors and the Pelicans tonight. What are your storylines going into this one? Survival. Um, can, can the Warriors you know find a way to win this game with the roster the way it is and and the fact that you know they're if if O'Neal doesn't play. At the start of the year, you had three guys that play center on your team. Uh, Azili, uh, Bogut, and O'Neal. And if, Azili, if, if O'Neal doesn't play, then all three of those guys are out tonight. Going up against a athletic, long, big man in Anthony Davis, who is just, you know, like Clay Thompson, he's taking a huge step forward this year, as you well know, and your fans well know. And so that's, a, that's problematic. That's going to be a real issue, I think, for Golden State. They've got a young big man who's a great story, a guy named Dwayne Devin, who didn't start playing basketball until he was a junior in high school. But he's really not ready yet. 
you know, he's uh, he's still learning how to play the game. Uh, but he'll probably be pressed into service either way tonight. So that's 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 an issue, I think, for Golden State. And and again, how do they rally after their most difficult loss this season? They had a 14 point lead on Portland, and then Portland just took the game away after the altercation. And you know, Portland dominated coming down the stretch, and that was that was a real shocker to a lot of people. And so, how do the Warriors rebound from that? Interesting stuff, uh, and the Pelicans will be coming off of that bad loss in San Antonio last night, although uh, San Antonio has done that to a lot of teams here of late. It's interesting. Yeah, when, they, yep. they, yeah they, they seem to be pretty good. And, you know, the other thing is both the Pelicans and the Warriors have been so much better at home. You know, I mean, the, what, the Pelicans are scoring over eight points more at home. Uh, Warriors are scoring almost seven points a game more at home. So, you know, how does Golden State take that on the take out the, their offense on the road and 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 translate it? I mean, it's just uh, it's real. It, it's again, I, I think this is going to be a real interesting trip. It, it could be a real tough trip for the Warriors. You know, tough competition all the way through, or you know, maybe we'll find out a little bit more about this team and, and what they have. Seven o'clock tip off here in New Orleans tonight at the arena as the Pelicans welcome the Warriors. That means it's five o'clock in the Bay Area. So Tim Roy, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report, will be uh, prime listening for those driving home through the Bay Area traffic later on today, getting ready for the holidays. That's a unique spot for you, my friend. Um, hope you and don't. I'm holding, I'm holding them hostage. Yes, you are, and <laughs> and hopefully di- diffusing inevitable road rage on the Bay Bridge. So, oh, yes. yes. Um, good to talk to you, my friend. I can't wait to see you here later at the arena. It's always fun. Thank you. Tim Roy, the voice of the Warriors with us. Back with more on the Black and Blue Report in just a moment. Hey there. What you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. This is Pelican Center Jason Smith, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday. Hope you enjoyed our Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fan. So don't forget you can help us spread the word by letting folks know that it's free on iTunes and easily available through the Saints app on your mobile device, the Pelicans app on your mobile device, or I guess, is it safe to say the old-fashioned way, on your desktop? I guess so. Pelicans.com or NewOrleansSaints.com. Uh, your comments are always welcome on our Twitter account. That's at Black Blue Report. And uh, we'll be happily uh, taking those uh, comments and questions throughout this week. One more show to do this week before we take a little holiday break. That's tomorrow, Wednesday, from Studio B on Airline Drive. David Wesley will be there to talk things uh, Pelicans. Jen Hale stops by. Uh, Jen, of course, uh, coverage on Fox Sports New Orleans with the Pelicans, locally with Fox 8. 
but also with the NFL on Fox. Her two games most recently, Seattle and Carolina, she'll have the Saints next to opponents to talk about as she's been up close and personal with them on her assignment de- uh, at the uh, NFL on Fox as a sideline reporter. So Jen Hale tomorrow. We're hoping to get Mark Spears, our national NBA correspondent with Yahoo Sports. And we're going to get you some football as well to preview the upcoming weekend, which concludes in Seattle Monday night with the Seahawks and Saints. For producer Dan, I'm Sean Kelly. Until later on today as we bring you uh, Pelicans and Warriors, I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.